Welcome to the Please Don't Call It Reese's Pieces podcast, a songwriting journal tracing the origins and intentions of my creations. It's a podcast for fellow creatives and fans of my music, as well as the casual but curious listener wanting a peek behind the creative curtain. Remember to check out the Spotify playlist I created for you to listen to. It includes all the music that I reference here and then some. You'll find a bunch of music that continues to inspire me and hopefully will inspire you as well. If you like what you're hearing, but haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please click on the subscribe button. Also, be sure to follow the band and me on social media and head over to the contact page on my website so that we can put you on our gig alert list. And the next time the band and I are playing near you, you'll be the first to hear about it. That website is www reeseshadmusic.com and remember I spell my name R-E-E-S there is no E on the end alright we've taken care of the business now let's roll some tape summer nights ain't cool like I remember seems we're sliding south these days If we slip into the ocean, at least we'll cool off and away.
I love uh, there's there's this kind of anticipated chord thing going on there that didn't last, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to bring it back for some live performances. Anyway, so I started romping through these changes as you're hearing, and a sort of gospel-inspired lyric, kind of think uh, the staple singers. Uh, I'll put uh, their song "Don't Knock" on the playlist for you to hear them if you don't know the staple singers. But anyway, it was kind of this gospel thing came into my head. So I was thinking about the ghost of Howard. And so the ghost of Howard's in the holla, moaning redemption songs and prayers. With the memory of the people buried here, I feel his presence growing near. And I was ruminating on these lyrics and I was trying to figure out what they might refer to. I realized I'd brought the ghost of my uncle Howard, we all called him Howdy, uh, into a backcountry setting. What would Uncle Howdy say if he returned to Western Arkansas today? What would he see? How would he react? Oh, hold on. This is cool. This is the uh, student horn players. Howdy was a fisherman. He taught me how to bait hooks for him when I was four or five years old. And I like to think of him as a sort of environmentalist of sorts. So I started thinking about global warming and and the next verse came tumbling out. Summer nights ain't cool like I remember. Seems we're sliding south these days. But Howdy was also, uh, he could be pretty ironic when he was talking about things. And so, you know, if we slip into the ocean, eh, well, at least we're going to cool off right you know so uh, if we slip into the ocean at least we'll cool off anyways and there i had it two decent verses that i could sink my teeth into and i must have played them round and round with several different ideas jamming on the piano and thinking about specific place names right my mother's family they were from fort smith arkansas i didn't remember the name of the county and so i pulled up a map of the state of arkansas on my laptop and saw that fort smith was in a place called sebastian county But before I could get swept up in the idea of these place names, I noticed a bit north and west of Sebastian was a county called Faulkner. And all that got me salivating. I mean, if you haven't noticed, I'm a bit of a lit head. I was an English major in college and referenced folks like Sherwood Anderson, James Chandler, and J.D. Salinger in my work an awful lot. The name Faulkner County felt really terrific to me, and the chorus was pretty immediate from there with me thinking about the financial argument of needing jobs that there's, you know, an awful lot of rural poverty in Arkansas being weighed against my uncle's love of the mountain lakes and streams that he fished in as a boy. So that all brought me to Faulkner County's gone to hell, Ma. Ain't no living here these days. Sure, there's jobs, but I remember how sweet that water used to taste. Here's that chorus as played on acoustic guitar from my new retrospective album, Six Strings and a Story. Faulkner County's gone to hell, ma Ain't no living here these days Sure, there's jobs, but I remember 
sweet that water used to taste. Trying to figure out the name of the county led me to look for a town within Faulkner, as Fort Smith certainly wasn't going to work anymore. You see, you have no idea how many people like to step up and correct a lonely singer-songwriter after they've sung their heart out on stage only to correct a minor lyrical misstep. I try to fact-check my work diligently to sidestep these kinds of things. So anyway, I looked around the map and picked out the name of Conway, Arkansas, and this led me to my bridge. Now, I'm a huge fan of Randy Newman, which may be evident in my work. I think it is. And I, I especially like his use of a bridge. He lets a hammer fall in almost every bridge he's written. And I love the clarity it brings to so many of his narratives, let alone the songs that seem silly like short people or, you know, bigoted like rednecks. Uh, the power of the bridge is one of my primary crafting tools that I've adopted from people like Randy Newman. Now, let me explain a, a bit on this point, right? When I was first working with Gary Burke back in 1990, uh, he and I had a memorable discussion about songwriting, which I believe has been foundational to my thinking on the craft ever since. Gary liked to talk about a songwriter as a fisherman. We get a nice, juicy idea, and we put it into an intro line of a song in order to gain the attention of the listener. And we take that juicy little tidbit and put it on a hook. A hook being a repeatable and memorable sequence, either in melody or lyric, and preferably melody and lyric combined. Gary always felt that it was important to avoid overwhelming the listener with too much information. So a sparse set of lyrics established the concept of the song, and that gets followed with a hook-laden chorus immediately followed by a second verse building on the first, at which point the listener is brimming with information and needs to be given a bit of a break. A second chorus with already familiar information being repeated. Gary compared this with letting out the line a bit and letting the hook set in the listener's mind. Like a real hook in a fish's mouth. A bridge, Gary liked the idea of an eight-bar third section, which he referred to as a middle eight, was pulling in the line and getting nice and close with the listener. Here, they get to know what you're really wanting to talk about. After which, you sweep in with the net and catch them with a the familiar, hopefully most memorable part of the experience, another chorus, which in the best of songs now has a whole new meaning to the listener, thanks to the information given to them in the bridge. That, in a nutshell, is the essence of how I think about writing a song. And if I can, I add to the structure with arrangements that play with the same basic thinking in how dynamic the piece is and where the arrangement develops. So once I had a town in mind, I wanted to give the specifics of what was going on there. Hopes and troubles come down a Conway. Pours and bubbling from the ground. Different silence from this country. Came with that prosperity we found. Hey. So the bridge lays it out clear as day. The land is poisoned, and yet there is financial prosperity, while the rest of the country turns a blind eye to it all. Now it's subtle, but I've just roped in the listener as a silent bystander, as complacent, an accessory to the crime. With that, 
The following chorus wields a bit more punch. I felt that I needed to elaborate on the story a bit, and so I ended up writing another verse that gives other specifics relating to the earthquakes I was reading about, just to bring you up to speed on some specifics. According to the website Earthquake Track, as of uh, the day I'm recording this podcast episode in late July of 2023, the state of Arkansas has experienced 284 earthquakes in the last 365 days. That's just about five and a half a week, folks. Now, if you live in California, you get over 300 a month, but we all know to expect that there is a lot of seismic activity over there in the Great Shake State. But my relatives in Arkansas always just worried about twisters. Earthquakes have suddenly become the norm for them. And so this brought me to the lines, since the big trucks come up from the city, feel the ground shaking night and day. At which point I needed to uh, bring in maybe part of the reason this is all being allowed. Governor said, ain't no connection. You know someone's getting paid. With that, I had all the basic elements. I just needed to reorganize them so the narrative was more fluid. When Butch and I sat down the following summer in Manila and recorded the song, the vibe was quite swampy, uh, led by two guitar players. I wasn't playing piano. And I brought those session drives back to New York and made a call to a chap that first brought me into record production back in the 1970s. His name is Robert Metcalf. He was my first real musical mentor and now lives out in Arizona. Uh, he flew back to New York and spent a few days in the recording studio with me working on my uh, album Songs for Isaac and laying down the piano on this recording that Butch and I had made. Uh, so he brought the real Leon Russell stuff. Uh, he's a brilliant player. And actually, I think probably Robert was the, the person who introduced me to, to Leon Russell uh, when I was digging on Elton John back in the day. Um, he's a much, much better player than I am. And it was really a gift to have him come out and work on both those records. And so then I called Ben Odom, who came over a few weeks later and sang the gospel choir parts all on his lonesome. He's amazing. Uh, you can hear him on a bunch of uh, previous recordings. Uh, he's on Little Brown Book. He's on Nashville Spring. He's on Carving Away the Clay. He leads the chorus on The Watcher. He's a brilliant singer. He's a great guy. Um, for this session, uh, we were working in my home studio in Carmel, New York at the time, Stressless Studio. And uh, he came in. And he obviously heard the, the tracks I'd sent to him to, to get a, an idea of what he wanted to do. And he walked in and he said, okay, so I want you to set up six tracks uh, to record. And um, what we're gonna do is I'll sing a part and then go back at the beginning of the song and play it through again, muting that first part and letting me record my second part. And then my third part, my fourth row. And he did this and not even listening to the previous track. As he sang them, there were some times where he would stop and say, let me go back and do that one line. But he wasn't hearing them in context with the other voices. They were all in his head. And I would just say, I just, you know, did, did whatever Ben wanted to do, man. I mean, uh, I'm, he's brilliant. I know he's brilliant. I know he can do these things. So, and then at the end, he said, okay, unmute everything and be amazed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I was amazed. We mixed the track uh, probably maybe three weeks after Ben finished his tracks. 
um, and we mixed the rest of the record, uh, Dylan and I, at Stressless Studios, and um, released uh, Half a World Away. So here's the version of the song that we put out on that record. Summer nights ain't cool like I remember Seems we're sliding south these days If we slip into the ocean At least we'll cool off anyway Since the big trucks come up from the city Feel the ground shake night and day Governor said ain't no connection You know someone's getting paid Fuck the county's gone to hell, mama Ain't no living here these days Sure there's jobs, but I remember How sweet that water used to taste It goes to Howard's in a house Redemption songs and friends With a memory of a people buried here I feel his presence coming near Fuck the count is gone to hell my
that's a wrap, man. So thanks so much for listening to the Please Don't Call It Reese's Pieces podcast. Today's episode featured the song Faulkner County Blues, which appeared on my 2013 record with Sixto Carlos Butch Rojas called Half a World Away. Um, it also appears on my 2023 solo retrospective album, Six Strings in a Story. You can check out the song on any streaming service, but if you're like me, you dig reading the liner notes on a CD and holding physical product. If you want to do that, you can just head on over to the record shop at www.reeshadmusic, remember, R-E-E-S, no E at the end, reeshadmusic.com, and order a CD, or in some cases, even a USB will be available. Hey, thanks for listening, folks. Your support means everything to me. Catch you on the next reel. Ciao. Oh yeah, almost forgot. This has been a Shadville Music Production produced by the Big Fish in the Library at Stressless Studios on a wing and a prayer. All songs by Reshad except where stated. Our theme music comes from Reshad and the Conversations playing Reese's tune, No She Don't. <laughs>